Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Well, hello. Welcome to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. I'm your host, Coach Todd Halls, and I am super excited uh, for today's guest. Uh, our, our guest today is Lois Kofi. She's been a guest uh, with us before. If you did not happen to catch that, that launch episode that we did, um, please go back and listen to it. We had an awesome interview that day. Uh, and just following up with that to go a little bit deeper with Lois, for those of you that maybe haven't uh, listened to that, aren't familiar with Lois, I'm going to let Lois give us an introduction. Lois, please tell us about you. Well, before you do, let me just add this. Um, I met Lois a number of years ago uh, through, through BNI. Um, and it was when I became uh, part of the leadership team of, from my local chapter and met Lois. And the reason I mentioned that it is, it is so, um, it's, it's no coincidence that I met Lois at BNI. BNI's motto is givers gain. And if it's one thing I've learned over the years of, of being around Lois and working with Lois, she embodies that. She is truly a giver. So again, just super excited to have Lois with us. Lois, please uh, tell the audience about you. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be on here. I'm so excited for you and your podcast and your journey and your amazing coaching business. It's fun to watch you flourish and help other people. Um, so from one coach to another, keep up the good work. <laughs> um, so I am a sales success coach, a podcaster, a mom, a wife, uh, all of the things. And I've had a journey um, over 20 years in sales. And I love sales, Todd. I'm a weirdo because sometimes people think you love it a little bit too much, Lois. And, and, and the, the thing is, is sales is service, you know, sales is, is service and there's no higher calling in, in my mind um, in serving others. And I've sold a lot of things. I sold real estate in my twenties, um, right away, hired a coach and had a mentor right at 22 and quickly went to six figures, multiple six figures, thought I'd be a millionaire by the time I was 30. And it was quite the opposite. I was homeless, had my car repossessed the day before my 30th birthday, foreclosure, eventually bankruptcy when I could afford it. And I went through hell and back and learned a ton from that. That's actually when I lost my health, which actually indirectly led me to meeting you because I then realized, oh my gosh, as a salesperson, I'd really taken my health for granted. And I, I cleaned up my, my diet, my nutrition, um, healthy gut, healthy mind, because I went through a lot of depression and anxiety through, through those years. And I got into the health and fitness industry, sold at a high level, um, did network marketing, nutritional products, coffee, a lot of different things, just because again, some people say, Lois, you can sell ice to an Eskimo. And to me, it's, it's really just service, service, service. And so then last year, I decided, you know what? 
I'm tired of selling other people's stuff. I want to sell me. I want to help equip and empower other people to be amazing salespeople and take the fear out of selling. And I'm, I'm kind of a geek um, because of my Ironman triathlon background and being a farmer's daughter, kind of a geek about time management. <laughs> and I do believe in that, that, that anomaly called work-life balance. I do. Um, so all of those things I wrapped up, my, my own sales skills and formulas, my own time management tools. I also have a certification through the 12-week year. It's a New York Times bestselling book about how to get more done in 12 weeks than the average human does in 12 months, which is based on science and periodization, which I know your fitness background, Todd, we could, we could geek out on that for hours, <laughs> but I won't, I won't bar the audience because that's not what they're here for. And this year I launched Lois Kofi Enterprises and it was hysterical because it was just before the pandemic and you and I met face-to-face, belly-to-belly, kneecap-to-kneecap, as they say, old school, right? In-person networking, right? That seems so antiquated now um, as we wrap up 2020. But it was my passion. And, and now I was like, oh my gosh, so now what? How do I pivot? How do I, how do I navigate this digital marketing world? I don't understand it. I don't even really like it. Like I have a love-hate relationship with Facebook, right? <laughs> and, and even LinkedIn. I mean, is for me, it's it was almost a necessary evil in some ways because it it seemed to be a, a time suck. I, I I'm always you know thinking about healthy boundaries, right? And I didn't want to spend so much time on social media, but now it seemed like that's where everybody was, right? Online. So thankfully, I pivoted well. Um, I, I do have a couple coaches that helped me with that. I'll give them a lot of credit. And I actually was pleasantly surprised, Todd, that all of my offline sales skills and techniques very, very well translated to online attraction marketing and email campaigns and, and all of the things. So now, fast forward, if you would have asked me a year ago, I'd be passionate about email list campaigns and and social media and how to convert people organically offline and get them into your email list, I would have thought you were smoking something and probably a little bit off and a little worried about you as a friend. Um, but that's where I am now. And I, I've actually made way more money um, this year than I, I ever, and I say that humbly because I know there are people that are hurting. Um, but that's why I've even made some of my courses free or very low cost because I, I got to get this information out, Todd. I want people to have a low point of entry. And then I have some high ticket courses as well. So all of my stuff is is online now and it's it's been fun. Cool, cool, cool. It, so you mentioned um, you know, the transition to online and, and how all of your person-to-person skills, all the sales skills that you've developed over the years um, are still applicable. Uh, and, and I bring that up because I'm, I'm one that's, um, I'm embracing it now and, and probably, uh, probably embrace this, the online uh, presence even before uh, COVID. Um, but I still, I think there's still a lot of people out there in, in especially in, in sales um, and, and, and where we're used to networking that think, oh, I, I it, that won't work because that's not my skill set. But uh, they're transferable. 100%. 100%. That, that's, that's my belief. That's my, my philosophy. Yeah, cool. Well, 
hopefully that's encouragement to, to, to some of the listeners. Uh, you mentioned, as you were talking, you mentioned work-life balance. And um, that's such an interesting concept. Um, and, and I've heard it, I've heard some people say there's no such thing as work-life balance. You can only, but there can be harmony. Um, and, 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 you know, for a season, something will take more than, than something else, but it's never really in balance. And I've wrestled with that a lot. Um, and um, where, where, where we live right now, they've been working on a bridge in Pensacola. And I, you know, until the bridge got knocked out by uh, Hurricane Sally, I'd drive by these cranes every day. And I started thinking about this work-life balance this way. This crane has got this, this heavy load extended way out, right? But it doesn't tip over. So it doesn't look balanced at all. It, it looks like it's way extended to one side. And yet at the other, on the back side, there's this heavy, let's, it's not an anchor, but, but there's the counterweight, right? Which is much more compact and you don't see as much of it. And so as I thought about work-life balance, I think it is, I think it is possible. I'm with you. I think we may get extended at work or with volunteering or with kids obligations, but somewhere there's, there's this counterweight, there's this anchor that keeps us set where we're supposed to be. So that's, so I appreciate what you said that it is attainable. Um, you are a spouse, right? And a mom uh, and multiple business. How does balance, what's balance look like for you? That's a great question. And, and I, I do want to say that I, it's like the word success. Success has many definitions and it's, it's unique to that individual, right? And it can actually transform over a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing for balance. For me today, my main measure of balance is did I hug and love my kids and my husband that day and spend some time with them? right? Even, even if it was 10 to 15 minutes over dinner or, or bedtime stories or, or whatever the case may be, did I take care of myself? Because you got to put your oxygen mask on first. Did I take care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually that day? Did I get two big personal rocks accomplished and two big professional rocks? And what I mean by that is priorities, there's no such thing as time management. It's simply choice and prioritization, right? And when my head hit the pillow that night, did I really, really feel like I set out for what I wanted to accomplish that day? And it's, it's measuring all of those things. Everything else, it just falls into place and it's not a big deal. You know, if I, if I, I used to be that person that would beat herself up, oh, I didn't get everything done on my to-do list. And I actually read the book, the 12 week year. I highly recommend not just, I'm not just saying that because I'm certified and training on it. It actually helped me really, really focus and come back to center. Cause I got off balance for about five years to be totally honest with you becoming a mom and, and going through a lot of health issues and all that kind of stuff kind of woke me up to, okay, now I've got this new normal, what do I do next? And, and that book actually got me back into alignment. And these things that I'm teaching you about work-life balance, what I talked about, I was doing already in my 20s, but that was before I had a family. It was before I went through some health challenges. And, and it was those health challenges that helped me realize, you know what, if I don't take care of myself and focus on balance every day, 
what, what good am I to my clients? What good am I to my husband? What good am I to my kids? So I have a daily compass, a document that I fill out every day. And it's, it's all, it's my true north, we'll call it, you know, kind of the pun with a daily compass, get it? Haha. <laughs> so I'm making sure I write down my values every day. I'm reviewing my vision every day. And then I write out my day on paper before I go out and do it, right? Mm -hmm. However, there's, there's a section at the top that's all about the mental, physical, spiritual stuff and my big rocks, the two personal and the two professional. Everything else is no big deal. Just allowing God, universe, whatever people believe in to just let me also be in the flow because there's so many people and moving parts in our lives, right? Um, Shakespeare said it best, the world is a stage and we're all merely players in it, right? Is just don't get so fixed on everything, also be in the flow. And, and to me, that was kind of a lot, I know. To me, that's work-life balance because we're not here as human doings. We're here as human beings, spiritual beings having a human physical experience, right? And and I I, I know salespeople, we're kind of neurotic, right? We're all about the the you know making the goals, hitting the numbers, blah blah blah, and that's where I want to kind of help wake them up and say that's all fine and good. I've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. However, you got to design a life, not just you know go full throttle all day, every day, and then wake up one day realizing, wow, who am I and what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, so the, the compass, can we call it a worksheet? Is, is, yeah. that, is that proprietary or is that something that's available to, to anybody? You know what? I, I, um, it's so funny you should say that. I, I give it to my clients that, that work with me, that hire me. However, um, and who knows, maybe by the time this episode gets out, Todd, you'll have to let me know. We can add it to the show notes later. Um, I am putting a on my landing. Uh, I'm creating a landing page, uh, a sign up page for free um, for people who maybe, you know, don't want to hire me or not ready, don't know who I am. They can absolutely get access to that and download it. They just may not know how to use it. So that's where, you know, they'd, they'd want to get some coaching from me. Um, but I am working on, that's like my next project, to be honest with you, because every time a client of mine uses this, they're like, oh my God, I wish I would have had this at the beginning of my career. This changed my life. And I'm like, wow, it's just a one page document, but okay, that's awesome. That's, hey, if that's even how I just help someone and that's it, and they know how to use it or they figure out how to use it for themselves and it changed their life, that's that's like one of my gifts to the world. I created it actually during the Great Recession when I was homeless because I needed something to get up for every day. I needed something to keep me in alignment and in check and keep moving forward. And sometimes people, when they use it, they say, I was so depressed. I was feeling disorganized and lost and didn't realize that that was part of my depression. This can truly change someone's life for sure. So as soon as I get that landing page ready to go, you guys can have access to it. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Uh, so I, I know a little bit about your, about your backstory. So I'm going to ask a, a, another question within the last year, year and a half, you know, as you, in the, as we started out, you talked about, you decided to, to, to start selling you, right? To, to, to have you, 
your coaching business. Um, there was also a move in there, yes? Like a physical? <laughs> oh, yeah. When I think about the last 18 months, I'm like, wow, I, I guess I have a reason that I probably felt a little worn out in the middle of the year. Yeah, we moved uh, cross country, a dream that we manifested. And uh, we had wanted to move back um, from, from Minnesota to California. Thankfully, we did it successfully, you know, seven months before the pandemic. So we could be here and start the kids into a new school. And so, yeah, we've, we've had a little bit going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we also, our family also recently did a cross country move. Um, like how would you, that's a big step. So what kind of courage did it take to, to just say, you know what, we're, we're going to do this. Well, um, it's a little unfair advantage. I've done it before. Um, I've actually moved across country four times. I've lived in four states and moved multiple times. So I'm a bit of a rolling stone. <laughs> so I just, I do want to preface it with that. However, I had never moved across country with a family of four, with kids whose lives were, you know, cemented in their school system, right? My husband, had a very, very, very good paying job. In fact, me and the kids left him um, before he followed us. So there was a lot of unknowns, but for us, it was it was a dream. And, um, uh, and our, it was laid upon our hearts, I believe a vision, whatever you wanna you know, call it. And we just said, you know what? We're gonna take a leap of faith. It's, it's now or never, because we didn't wanna move too late. I mean, I know you have, uh, kids as well, right? They're the older they get, in theory, right? The harder it is to move. So this was like our time. Like so, we we drew the line in the sand. We set a deadline. <laughs> Again, not surprisingly, we had a goal. We had a timeline, a deadline, right? As any good coach, we're going to talk about that. And then we had we took a leap of faith. And I actually, truth be told, we had had that goal for three years. And during that three year time. I was flying back and forth, digging my well before I was thirsty. Mm. I was planting the seeds, right? Mm -hmm. Jim Rowan always talks about that. You know, you got to plant the seeds before you can harvest. So okay. I planted a bunch of seeds a lot of times, multiple times, back and forth, back and forth, made some relationships, some business partners here first. So that gave us more confidence, if you will. And then we took the leap of faith and it all, we've been really, really grateful and rewarded um, for taking that leap. Cool. So it was, so what would be your advice to, to, to somebody that's kind of sitting on the fence? Like, man, we, we think we want to do this. We're what, what, yeah. What would you tell someone? Um, I think again, it's all about uh, listening to your heart and setting a goal, uh, having a timeline and researching. That's, that's, it's a lot, but it, it that's as, as simple as that. I'll, I'm keeping it as simple as possible. Um, ultimately being able to go out there, you still need a plan, right? We, we couldn't just get in the car and drive, right? So, um, set a date, timelines, everybody is a human. I think we're all driven by deadlines, right? And, but do your research, talk to as many people who maybe has done it. They could talk to you. They could talk to me. Like, what are the pitfalls? Um, where is your ideal landing 
spot. You know, like we set a goal. Originally, we wanted to move back to the city we lived in before many years ago, but it wasn't meant to be. I, I found a realtor friend here. Um, she found us a smoking deal, a gorgeous dream kind of situation um, that fit our budget. You know, so you also got to have your budget in mind and all of the things. And then everything else sort of falls together. It's no different than the daily compass. We had our personal big rocks, big rocks, sorry, and professional big rocks. We had a vision, we had a deadline, and we got support along the way from experts who could help us with that, that move. And literally we found the property and that's actually what set the wheels in motion my husband didn't even have a job out here. I was obviously still an independent businesswoman doing my thing, but I knew I could, if I could do it in Minnesota, I could do it out here. So those things kind of all fell into place because we had all the other prioritization in, in very, very clear when you're, when your intention is clear, all of the things appear to support you. It's like that story of jumping and allowing the net to catch you. <laughs> so figure out those those goals, those deadlines, what are your must-haves, and then let, let everything else fall into place. It, it's a really cool process. I've done it now a couple of times in different situations. So, Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so uh, listen to your heart, ha have a, come up with a plan, um, plan the work, work the plan, and let everything else fall into place more or less awesome um i know we're we're, we're we're bumping up against time um you you mentioned earlier that you started real estate in in your 20s and you hired a coach like right out of the right out of the gates and so as we've had this conversation one something that's come up continually throughout your life is your um engagement with with coaches with with people to to offer you guidance how did you tell me about that well i think it helped uh to be honest with you i i was an athlete and i i was i succeeded at a high level yes i i played college basketball and and all of that all of the things right but i i never could have done it without my coaches and so that was always i think ingrained in me right to always be able to be on their wings and their belief and their coaching principles for me to succeed playing basketball or volleyball or, or whatever it was. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, when I got into real estate, I was only 22. So I was fresh out of college and I had a basketball coach. I had a soccer coach in college. So when my mentor in real estate, I, I started out as an assistant for a realtor. And then he was like, you know, I think you got good people skills. I think you should become a realtor. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll try it out. Why not? I'm 22. What do I have to lose? <laughs> and he had a coach. I heard him on his coach calls. I saw his white marker boards with goals and numbers. And that was when I realized, you know, oh my gosh, I think I should have a coach. Like it was like, duh. And I remember the guy charged me $400 a month and I just barely started. I didn't really have a lot of money. However, I said, you know what, if he's making a lot of money with a coach and I did really well in basketball because of having a coach, I got to have a coach. So I made the investment in myself, in my business, 
and it paid off because that year, that first year, right? Some people say, oh, I'll wait until my second year. Don't wait because it's in that first year, that foundational, you're going to have better habits with a coach. You wait that first year, you say, ah, I'll wait till the second year when I have more money, right? That's what I hear sometimes. And oh my God, the first year you've developed way, way terrible habits, right? And you gotta, it takes a long time. You know me and we talk about fitness, how much you usually have to unpack the bad habits <laughs> before you can build the good. And I am so grateful I did not wait because I think if I would have, I don't know where I'd be today. So that was the value in and in, in taking a leap of faith again, spending the money when I didn't really have it. And I made six figures in that first year in real estate. And it, I, I still remember my desk. I still remember the calls with the coach. Sadly, I don't remember his name anymore. <laughs> that was 21 years ago, Todd. Oh my gosh. Um, but I, I'll never forget what he did or what he had me do to succeed. Yeah. So how cool is it? So the athletic background and having those coaches, uh, true, I mean, was, was amazing for you. But what I also heard was you had a mentor that was walking the walk that, that was using a coach and you saw that and they're like, Oh, if, if this is working, um, for them, it'll, it'll work for me. And, and just tied the background with what you were, were witnessing. And it, you know, I'm thinking of, of, uh, some of John Maxwell's, uh, you know, different sayings and chapters, but find somebody that's walked the walk, some, somebody that's, that's further ahead on the journey than you are and do what they're doing. Uh, so uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. That's awesome. My pleasure. Uh, so Lois, thank you so much for being here. Is there any last words you would like to, to leave our listeners with? What, what do we need to know um, before we sign off today? Yeah, my pleasure. Um, and I'll, I'll definitely, like I said, I'll, I'll get you the information about the Daily Compass. So if they're looking for, you know, more work-life balance, that would be my number one um, gift. Uh, but at the time of this, you know, recording, my favorite gift to give right now is actually uh, valued at $1,500. It's three to four hours of me just pouring out content um, in audio, digital format on how to start and build your email list from 100 to 1,000, anywhere in between. So literally it's from soup to nuts. It's the only course out there that I know that teaches it in this manner. Um, and I'll give it to you guys for free. It's listbuildwithlois.com. I have a promo code. Uh, we'll make sure that's in the show notes. And always like to share one of my favorite quotes, um, uh, discipline your disappointments and never give up. Because I know this year has been disappointing. Um, 2020s has been very interesting for all of us. However, what can you learn from it? And how can you discipline those disappointments, keep moving forward and never give up? Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Lois. I, I so grateful for your friendship and grateful for your time and just your willingness to, to give uh, to the show here. So thank you so much listeners until next time. Uh, yeah appreciate you and we'll see you in a week or so bye well thank you so much for listening for even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success go to toddhalls.life that's Todd
www.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.life.